With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Lawyers for a work permit holder charged with illegal importation of firearms through the airport are calling on the courts to dismiss the proceedings. As Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks reports, they claim the prosecution is abusing the trial process. Following legal arguments on Tuesday, Justice Marlene Carter ruled that the accused, Anton Parigin, did have a legal basis when he entered the islands with firearms. The justice gave her ruling on Wednesday morning and told Crown Prosecutor that the DPP's office needed to indicate whether they still intended to proceed with trial in light of her ruling. After a short adjournment, Crown Prosecutor Hemasun Darsing told the judge that the DPP's office intends to proceed to trial against Mr. Parijan. According to the DPP, the judge's ruling would allow any traveler to carry firearms into the island and lo- into the islands and lodge them with Customs and Border Control, which they say is not what the law intended nor how it had been historically used. Defense lead counsel Ben Tonner KC says the decision is regrettable and sought a stay of prosecution. Mr. Tonner told the courts that proceeding to trial is an abuse of court's proceedings, which is, quote, wholly irrational and unjust. Mr. Tonner acknowledged that the DPP has discretion to prosecute, but said that within that discretion, the DPP must be satisfied a reasonable judge can convict. Mr. Tonner says no prosecutor can argue that that test has been met and says it is time for the courts to step in. The application for a stay of prosecution and abuse of process trial came after the judge ruled that the law allowed Mr. Parijan to bring in the guns. The defense asked for 14 days for the defense to put forward a case for a stay of prosecution and abuse of process application and a further 14 days for the prosecution to respond. Meanwhile, Mr. Parijan remains on bail. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. The defense is set to make their arguments on the 21st of February with a response from the DPP's office by the 8th of March. UK Home Office Minister and Member of the House of Lords, Lord Sharp of Epsom, met with representatives from Hazard Management Cayman Islands and leaders of first response agencies on Wednesday. It's part of a wider tour this week, which includes meetings with several other key agencies. The multi-agency meeting with Lord Sharp was a very frank and open discussion uh, that provided uh, reassurance that we can count on UK for support if we were seriously impacted by a crisis. Hazard Management Cayman Islands Director Danny Coleman tells Radio Cayman they also provided the UK Minister with more insight about the risks and potential areas of weakness in the Cayman Islands disaster risk management mechanism. The multi-agency meeting with Lord Sharp was a very frank and open discussion uh, that provided uh, reassurance that we can count on UK for support if we were seriously impacted by a crisis. Lord Sharp's visit included a tour of HMCI's office and the Government Administration Building and an overview of Cayman's crisis preparedness model, as well as the National Emergency Operations Center structure, which deploys in response to a major threat or disaster affecting the Cayman Islands. The Governor's office is coordinating the activities during Lord Sharp's visit here in the Cayman Islands. And speaking of disaster response, the passage of the recent storm has once again highlighted the importance of early warning systems to help people prepare and stay informed in the event of a major event. CIGTV's Simon Boxall has more. Hazard Management Cayman Islands has been steadily increasing government's capacity to reach residents with the launch of a national emergency notification system, also known as NANS. NANS has been rolled out in two phases. The first phase consisted of developing an emergency radio interrupt system, which came into operation in October 2019. The second phase saw the introduction of a mobile app in March 2022. Residents and visitors are encouraged to sign up for the NANS app to receive critical incident 
management and emergency notifications directly to their mobile phones. To sign up, all you have to do is visit www.nans.gov.ky and on the website you will see the steps to get the Cayman Islands Emergency app on your phone. If you need any support or assistance getting the app downloaded, you can always reach out to the HMCI team by phone on 945-4624 or also by email at hmci.gov.ky. CIDTV's Simon Boxel. The past few days brought powerful waves and strong winds. It made for dazzling videos on social media, but wreaked havoc on properties. Radio Command's Lisa Rankin-Solins has more on Coastal Works reconstructions and permits for repairs. The Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency reminds the public that reconstructions and repairs to existing coastal work structures such as docks and seawalls that were damaged during the recent severe weather, require approval. For permitted structures, reconstructions and repairs must be to the same dimensions and in the same approved location and footprint and use the same materials as per the original Coastal Works permit for the structure. There is no application fee or approval fees associated with rebuilding structures within the same approved footprint. Unauthorized Coastal Works, including unapproved reconstructions and repairs to existing permitted structures may attract fines or penalties per Section 21 of the National Conservation Act. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The application form for reconstruction or repair of coastal structures may be downloaded from doe.ky. The Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control Service office at Creek Dock in the BRAC is closed until further notice because of the storm damage. CBC informs customers and importers that alternative support and customer services will be provided at the customer service counter at Stake Bay District Administration Building Number 3. That's at 206 Stake Bay Front Road. Or you can contact them by phone at 949-4579. Just select option number 8. Reopening announcements will be made once all the necessary repairs have been made. The Public Works Department's application for new public restrooms in East End was adjourned at the Central Planning Authority's January 17th meeting. Radio Command's Carsley Fuller reports. The Public Works Department application includes restrooms, two cabanas, a parking lot, and a four-foot concrete buffer wall on Seaview Road. In its written submission, the Planning Department pointed out that the proposed structures encroach into the required minimum 75-foot setback from the high watermark. The application included a proposed handicap-accessible ramp, that would, quote, encroach the roadside setback, which, according to the regulation, should be a minimum of 20 feet from the road edge or lot boundary. Planning also pointed out the proposed fence was higher than the limit of 48 inches in residential and tourism-related zones. The Department of Environment clocked that the beach of the site is a turtle-nesting beach and raised concerns that a, quote, large, non-porous parking area would not only remove the area available for the beach, but would likely result in runoff to further erode the area. The CPA resolved to adjourn the application with PWD required to submit a new high watermark survey and provide a, quote, written response to the issue of potential adverse effects of the proposal. Adverse effect here meaning an effect that could result in the physical destruction or detrimental alteration of a protected area, a conservation area, an area of critical habitat, or the environment generally. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find the full summary from the public meeting at the Government Administration Building at planning.ky. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.